have you ever heard of the word pure? Do you know what that word pure means? Our memory verse today talks about being pure, and it's found in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 22. 1 Timothy is in the New Testament. You can find this verse in your Bible. If you first find 1 Timothy, then the chapter, chapter 5, and then verse 22. And it says, Neither be partaker of other men's sins. Keep thyself pure. 1 Timothy 5.22 So when it says, Neither be partaker of other men's sins, that means don't get involved in the wrong things other people do. If your friends are doing wrong things, like maybe destroying someone's property, maybe destroying crops at their farm, or spray painting a place that they are not supposed to do that, don't get involved in those kinds of activities. Don't go along with your friends. Don't do it. Don't be involved in wrong things that other people do. Keep thyself pure. Well, thyself is like saying yourself. Keep yourself pure. Keep your life clean. That's what pure reminds us about today. Keep your life clean from sin. And that is a choice that you definitely have to make. 1 Timothy 5.22 Neither be partaker of other men's sins. Keep thyself pure. 1 Timothy 5.22 Partaker means to be like a person who takes part in something. 1 Timothy 5.22 Neither be partaker of other men's sins. Keep thyself pure. 1 Timothy 5.22 And when it says men's sins, that includes everybody, boys and girls. So if you have believed on Jesus as your Savior from sin, God will help you choose to keep your life pure. But if you've never believed on Jesus yet, you can't keep your life pure. Today, you'll have an opportunity to make the decision to believe in Jesus as your Savior. 1 Timothy 5.22 Neither be partaker of other men's sins. Keep thyself pure. 1 Timothy 5.22 God wants you to keep your life pure. And that is a choice that you have to make. When you see other people around you doing wrong things, don't take part in that. Don't go along with them. Don't do it. Don't get involved with that. God wants you to keep your life pure, to keep your life clean. From sinful things. 1 Timothy 5.22 Neither be partaker of other men's sins. Keep thyself pure. 1 Timothy 5.22 Yesterday, we learned all about Samson, didn't we? We learned that God had a special purpose for Samson. Was Samson more interested in being obedient to God or in doing what he wanted? It seemed like he was more interested in doing what he wanted, especially when he wanted to marry that Philistine girl. 
And sadly, Samson had a hard time learning from his mistakes. And Samson again began to love another Philistine girl whose name was Delilah. The Philistine rulers hated Samson because he had done so many things to the Philistines. And when the Philistines learned that Samson loved Delilah, the Philistine soldiers got so excited and they came up to Delilah with a very clever plan. They told Delilah, find out the secret of Samson's great strength and each of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. Now, there were probably about five rulers of the Philistines because there were five big Philistine cities. So if those five rulers came up to Delilah and told her this agreement, then Delilah would have gotten a total of about 5,500 pieces of silver. And that's a lot of silver. That would equal about thousands of dollars in today's money. That's a lot. That was a big temptation for Delilah. Now, temptation is that strong feeling you get to want to do something wrong. So the Philistine rulers told Delilah, find out the secret of Samson's strength. Well, it seemed like an easy way to get money. So Delilah spoke to Samson and said, Samson, tell me the secret of your great strength. I want to know how you can be tied up and captured. Maybe it seemed like a game to Samson that he would play with Delilah because he had never told her the secret of his strength before. So he said something to her. He answered her. And he said to her, tie me up with seven fresh bowstrings and I will become as weak as any other man. Now, what are bowstrings? They're not a regular string. Bowstrings were made from animal intestines, and they did not break easily, especially when they were fresh and not dried. Now, your intestines, humans have intestines too. They're a part of your gut. They're a part of your digestive system that digests the food that we eat. Animals also have intestines, and so bowstrings were made from animal intestines. And when those bowstrings were fresh and they were not dry, they were very hard to break. Well, I could imagine that while Samson was probably sleeping, the Philistine rulers brought Delilah those seven fresh bowstrings, and she tied him up. And then the Philistine men went to hide, and they were ready to capture Samson. Delilah called to Samson, the Philistines are here to get you. And Samson, he woke up and he snapped those bowstrings as if they were a piece of thread. The secret of his strength was not discovered. And the Philistines did not come out of their hiding place. And Samson had tricked Delilah. Delilah said to Samson, you've made a fool of me. Please tell me how you can be tied. Samson was ready, though, with another trick. He said, if I'm tied with new ropes that have never been used, I will lose my strength. So the Philistines, they brought new ropes to Delilah and Delilah tied up Samson with those new ropes. And then she told him, Samson, the Philistines are here to capture you. And Samson, again, he snapped those ropes as if they were a thread. And the Philistine men never left their hiding place. They were ready to capture Samson. But when they saw Samson break those new ropes, they were afraid they didn't come out of their hiding place. 
But Delilah, again, she really wanted that money. She would not give up. And so she continued to talk to Samson. And when she asked him again how he is so strong and what is the secret, he said something to her. This, if you weave the seven braids in my hair into the fabric on the loom and tighten it with a pin, I'll lose my strength. In those days, people had to make their clothes on a loom because there was no factories to make clothes. And so women wove thread by hand in a loom. And Samson told Delilah, if you take the seven braids of my hair and you weave them into that loom and then you fasten it with a pin, I'll lose my strength. So Samson had seven braids of his hair. And carefully, Delilah took hold of Samson's hair and wove each braid into the fabric on the loom. Maybe Samson fell asleep while Delilah was doing it. And then, after Delilah was done with the weaving, she put the pin through his hair and into the loom, and then she called out, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. Samson got awake, and he jumped up, and the loom came right up with him. And what do you think the Philistines did? They didn't come out of their hiding place. They stayed right where they were. And Delilah said to Samson, How can you say you love me? when you won't tell me secrets, Samson. This is the third time you've made a fool out of me. And day after day, Delilah again complained and complained and talked to Samson until the Bible says that Samson's soul was annoyed to death. Maybe Samson was torn because he wanted to keep his promise to God, but he also wanted to please Delilah. But in the end, Samson gave in and told Delilah everything. He told Delilah, no razor, so a razor is something that, that cuts your hair, no razor has ever been used on my head because I have been a Nazarite set apart to God since before I was born. If my head is shaved, my strength will leave me and I will be as weak as any other man. Why would Samson lose his strength if his head was shaved. Well, Samson's strength was not in his hair, but if he cut his hair, that was disobedience to God. And God would take away the special strength from Samson. Delilah realized that Samson had told her the truth, and she sent word to the rulers of the Philistines. So she sent a message to the Philistines. And again, they came back, and this time they brought their silver with them. And with Samson asleep, Delilah quietly called a man to shave off all the braids of his hair. And Samson's hair was gone, and so was his strength. He was there. He was helpless. He didn't even know it. Samson had not chosen to keep himself pure. And if you know Jesus as your Savior, you can choose to keep your life pure. It's up to you to put good things in your heart. And when I say heart, I mean the real you that thinks and feels and chooses. It's kind of like if you think about coal. C-O-A-L. Coal. Now, coal is a material that's made from grass and weeds and leaves from years past that have been pressed together in the ground. And years ago, people burned coal for heat. Maybe you've been to a barbecue and you've seen them burning coal. Today, it has many uses. Coal can be used for good things, but it can be also used for harmful things. It can be used to make poisons, bombs, 
it can be used to make some bad things too. And in some ways, your heart is like that piece of coal. It can be storing up good things or bad things. That's why it's so important to keep your heart pure. The Bible says, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So you need to be careful what you think about and what you want. If you're careless about what you put in your heart, you don't care at all, you just take anything, you will be sorry what comes out. Be honest with your parents. Speak truthfully to your friends. Don't tell lies to them. Be careful about the kinds of books and movies and friends and music that you have and you listen to. Instead of pleasing yourself, choose to keep your life pure. Choose to please God. But Samson did not choose to please God, and he did not choose to keep himself pure. And instead, he chose to please Delilah, who tricked him and cut off his hair. And as Samson slept, he didn't know what happened, and Samson heard Delilah call out, Samson, the Philistines are here. And Samson woke up and he thought, I'll go just like before and I'll shake myself free. He didn't know that the Lord had left him and that all his strength was gone. The Philistine men jumped out of their hiding place and they knew that they could capture Samson. They captured Samson and they gouged out his eyes. That means they took out his eyes. And they put heavy shackles on Samson and they took him to the Philistine place called Gaza. And there they forced Samson to grind grain. Day after day, Samson, who was blind now and helpless, turned this thing called an axle. And he went around and around. And that work, grinding grain with the axle, was usually what the women did. It was one of the most embarrassing things that could happen to a man in those days to do a woman's work like that. Samson could not see, but he could think. And I wonder if he thought about the grain he had burned when his hair was long and how God had given him strength to fight the Philistines. Maybe Samson thought about memories from his past like that. But day after day, Samson ground the grain with the axle. And day after day, something else was happening. His hair was growing back. And the Philistine rulers were so excited to see Samson helpless and him working at that job. And they were just so happy. Of course, they worshipped their false god whose name was Dagon. And they thought that Dagon had helped them to get Samson. The rulers of the Philistines and over 3,000 Philistine people gathered in their temple to offer a great sacrifice to the false god Dagon, and they were there to celebrate too. Now these Philistines believed in their false god Dagon. They did not believe in the true and living God. But have you believed in the true and living God? God is the one who created you, and he loves you. He wants you to know him in a personal way. He wants to have a friendship with you. But God is holy, which means he's pure, perfect, and your sin separates you from him. Sin is anything that breaks God's laws. And there's all kinds of examples like murder and lying and cursing. And even though you might try to be good, you will always fail because you're born with a desire to sin, a want to, to sin. And the Bible says there is none righteous, no, not one, everybody. You and me have that sin problem. Everybody except God and Jesus, of course, because they're perfect. 
you deserve to be punished for your sin. You deserve to be separated from God forever in a terrible place of punishment. But God loves you, and he sent Jesus to die on the cross so your sin could be forgiven. Jesus was separated from God in your place as he hung on the cross, and he died for you so you could be brought near to God. The Bible says, redeemed with the precious blood of Christ. You can be brought near to Jesus to become a friend of God because of what Jesus did. He died for your sin. Jesus died. He was buried. He rose again the third day after, and today he lives in heaven. And through Jesus, God made the only way for your sins to be forgiven. Have you believed? Have you believed in the true and living God? The Philistines did not. They had come to worship their false god, Dagon. And when the Philistines saw Samson, that he was blind and he was helpless, they were so excited. And they worshiped their false god, Dagon. Dagon has delivered into our hands the one who burned our land and killed our people. They were talking about Samson. Then someone had an idea, and everybody started to like that idea. And someone asked, bring out Samson to make us laugh. The Philistines brought out Samson. They took him away from his job of grinding grain. And can you imagine this? 3,000 men and women on the rooftop of this temple, pointing and laughing at Samson. There were people underneath the rooftop as well. And they were all pointing and laughing at Samson. And after the Philistines had a good laugh at Samson, they brought Samson by the pillars that held up the temple. And Samson had a servant who was leading him because Samson was blind. So a servant was there to lead him and to guide him where to go. So Samson told to the servant, take me where I can lean against the pillars. So the servant took Samson and put him by the two main pillars that were holding up the temple. And Samson prayed. He prayed and he said, Oh Lord, please strengthen me once more. Let me with one time get revenge on the Philistines for my two eyes. So Samson prayed and he asked God, Give me this last time that I can do this. What did he want to do? At last, Samson did what God was wanting him to do. And if you've believed in Jesus, God is waiting for you to choose to keep your life pure. What are you putting into your heart? God says you are to think about things that are honest and fair and good and pure. Are you honest with your parents? Do you speak the truth to your friends? What kind of books do you read? What kind of movies and music do you listen to? Is it things that keep your heart pure, that please God? Or is it things that don't please God? If they're things that don't please God, then God wants you to admit to him that what you did was wrong. The Bible says if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us. If you have not kept your life pure, then you can tell God what you've done. Admit your sin to him. Tell him it was wrong and ask him to forgive you. God will forgive you and he will make you a winner over those wrong things. After you confess your sin, you can choose to keep your life pure. And God's waiting for you to do that. And Samson finally did what God was wanting him to do. Samson prayed. And then Samson reached to the two center pillars that were holding up the temple. And he pushed on those pillars with 
all his might, and he cried out, let me die with the Philistines. And he pushed those pillars, and God gave him strength, and the temple came down. Wow. All of the temple came down. The temple on top, the rooftop completely fell down. And all the Philistines inside the temple had also died too. Samson killed more Philistines when he died than he did during his entire lifetime. Samson's family came and took his body home and buried him. For 20 years, Samson had led Israel. And even though he had great strength from God... Samson did not always choose to keep his life pure. And if you know Jesus as your Savior, you can choose to keep your life pure. If you have books or music or videos that are not pure, God wants you to confess your sin and to stop looking at those things that keep you from having a pure life. But if you've never believed on Jesus as your Savior, you don't have his help to keep your life pure. But I have good news for you. The Bible says, Whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Whosoever means you. You're a whosoever. If you believe in Jesus as your Savior, God will forgive your sins, and he will give you everlasting life. And everlasting life is life that goes on forever with God. He'll give you that everlasting life so you can live for him. God will help you to keep your life pure, and someday you'll live with God forever in heaven. Will you choose to believe on Jesus? If you're ready to do that, you can tell him something like this and truly mean it. Dear Jesus, I have sinned and I am sorry. I believe you died and rose again. Please give me everlasting life and change me on the inside to live your way with your help. In Jesus' name, amen. You can choose to believe on Jesus, and then you can have God's help to keep your life pure. If you would like to read about Samson and Delilah and how Samson died, then you can read about it in Judges chapter 16, verses 4 to 31. Judges chapter 16, verses 4 to 31. Well, that's all for this time. See you next time. Bye.